Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio, Ole Miss Basketball losing in College Station last night, 67-51, is that correct? Uh, something like something that. Like yeah, that. I don't know. I don't Somewhere know. around that number, they uh, only down four at the half, made a little run, and then A&M pulled away and uh, stayed pretty uh, pretty away after uh, after that. So Rebels 1-2 and two in the SEC, and they have quite the, uh, the tough one on Saturday here back in Oxford. They get number four Auburn, who uh, beat Alabama last night in Tuscaloosa. That was a good game. That yeah. was a fun game to watch. There was two games on at the same time, and one was actually entertaining, and one was torture. Yeah, I'll Ole let, Miss. I'll let you guess which was which. Uh, Ole Miss without Jarkel Joyner, and that could be a while too. We'll get into that. We'll get into some football. We'll get into plenty of stuff. We um, obviously it's what I was reacting to yesterday, but we have not yet discussed Kevin Smith leaving on the podcast. Oh, we didn't. That's true. So uh, that happened while we were on the show, but I kind of would like a little confirmation before we just spilled it to you guys here during that. So anyway. Funny to talk about. So we did the, the journalism uh, thing. Yesterday. We did the journalism thing yeah. yesterday. Yes, it's kind of fun for a minute. Yeah, Oxford Exxon Highway Six West, the Blue Sky location. Still trying to give you ten bucks. That's a thousand points with the Exxon Mobile app. All you got to do is take a picture of the QR code right there at the pump. When you do that, it automatically sends you to the app, and you get ten dollars off the pump that you are uh, off the tank that you're filling up with right then and there at the Blue Sky location in Oxford and Blue Sky locations all throughout Mississippi. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey uh, what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle. You get your quote. And the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. Or uh, you can do what I've done, which is hop into a Clark Ford today. I've done it several times. There's lots of Clark Fords in our driveway. So... You should get some for yourself as well. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square in Oxford. Great place to uh, watch NFL playoffs. If you're coming up for Ole Miss Auburn, you can stop by, get a burger, po' boy, great appetizers, beer selection, full bar, the whole deal. They're at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. And don't forget, if you're in New Albany, check out Rafters New Albany. Yeah, kind of use a laugh this morning. I haven't seen the SEC shorts for today. They're coming out in the stream. Is it good? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I did not see it this morning when I when I got up. I was clicking around a little on YouTube. So <clears throat> I don't know. I was looking for a couple different things. That was not uh that was not one of them. So I'm, I'm guessing that their storyline that they were from a storyline cheering for was Alabama to win, Alabama yeah. winning and keep the sh- the, the deal hope. going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia suffering. Yeah, because pro- frankly, from a their standpoint, this is kind of boring. Well, okay, Georgia won too. So now yeah. what? Well, just hope and what's his face? Do they now get married? Do they do they stay? Do they get together? Does their relationship take another Does step? Does it prosper now? That yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where you go with it. Frankly, the, the baggage has gotten 
gotten you, beyond at that You point. lose something from a storyline standpoint when that happens because now Georgia is happy. Yeah, Georgia happy is not fun. Well, Georgia miserable is fun. Well, you've made a lot of money off Georgia almost winning. Being right there and then falling down. Getting right there and then falling down. Now they're on top. I mean, it, it's... Bama going down, getting the two-point conversion and winning in overtime, and you would have had yeah. absolute gold yeah. at that point yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. It was like when the Cubs won the World Series. I mean, for a lot of people, that their shtick was gone. Now they're just a regular franchise. Now every time that a foul ball gets hit down the left field line, the announcers try to do something with it, and you're like, they won in 2016. Shut up. It was all relieved. It's over. Bartman got a ring and everything. Stop. So, yeah, you got to find a new shtick. They're pretty creative. They will. Yeah, they'll figure it out. They've been doing this a long time, so it'll uh, it'll be all right. Uh, recruiting, basketball, what do you want to do? Oh, I think we should probably start with recruiting. I, based on just analytics, there's not many people that care about basketball. We're basically, for, for, for the, just the normal podcast listeners, we're basically being told not to discuss it in the screen right now. Well, someone, someone on the board said he'd pay more, and I said, well, look, I can put a Venmo up. <laughs> we, we can test this theory. <sighs> I mean, I don't know what to do with it. I mean, I don't. This is You and I have talked about this before. I'll say this about coverage and stuff. Um. We look at analytics. We know what people read, what they don't read, how long they read it. Um, there's 16 basketball games left if you count one tournament game. I, and it's one of those deals where I could not cover a lot of them, and most people wouldn't say anything. But message boards are such that a vocal minority can be very loud. Yeah. And so there are people who want basketball coverage, and – it's part of my job, so I feel like I need to cover it. Like, I can tell you Saturday, I'm going to go to the game probably with Carson and sit with him because he wants to watch Jabari Smith Jr. Because Carson has this thing in his mind. And frankly, after watching Jabari Smith Jr. last night, I sort of think Carson's on to something that Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Josh Giddy and Jabari Smith Jr. might be a pretty good NBA triumvirate. Okay. So he wants to watch Smith play in person, and I'm probably just going to go with him and then after the game get him home, and then I'll go find the Zoom and watch it and get quotes, and I'll write late. I just can't imagine. And there will be a handful of people that will be like, where is the basketball coverage? But I think that handful gets smaller all the time. People, when they win, they get into it. When they lose, they don't. And Ole Miss over the last – 14 years that I've been on the beat has been a pretty consistent bubble team. And this is not going to be a bubble team. No, that's correct. Speaking of, before we do get into that, what was the blood alcohol content level of Stetson Bennett yesterday morning when he was on with uh good morning America? Did you see this? I did not see it. Was he drunk? Dude. Yeah. I mean, do you blame him? Not just drunk, <laughs> but certifiably hammered still. And, <laughs> Hungover and tired and lack of sleep all at the same time. And, and still probably pretty giddy. Just look catatonic. Yeah. I mean, that cat, <laughs> I, I, I wish we could put the thing up because it, <laughs> but you, you think about this from a time standpoint. You know they went out, you know they partied, you know they got to do whatever they wanted sure. to do. But 
it's East Coast, it's Eastern time. What time? What? No, that was not Central. It was Indianapolis. For some reason, I had them in Atlanta. They were in yeah. Indianapolis. What? What time do you think they got out of the stadium? One thirty. Yeah, one thirty, two o'clock. Because I saw some some coaches, uh, stuff getting tweeted with timestamps of like three thirty. There were still people in the building pretty early into the morning. My guess is that they went back to the hotel and there was places set up for them to party. Okay. They weren't like downtown Indy at two a.m. You don't think? Probably was closed. Yeah. They I don't. Have, I don't know what they might have found a couple of places, but my guess is that they went to the hotel and people turned an eye like, "Hey, go go party, go go party." There's there's alcohol there. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, don't drive. Don't. We're not flying out to like two o'clock tomorrow. Sleep in. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll figure it out. There's a meal if you wanted at eleven. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. So I'm sure he. I mean, can you imagine the release for him? I mean, come on. That guy's that's been a two year deal with with Stetson Bennett. Proved a lot of people wrong for a night. Yeah, it looked like even the light was bothering him as he was sitting there. Like <laughs> what, he's, can you imagine? He's sitting here, he's going, he's kind of like squinting and kind of <laughs> looking sideways. And he'd ask a question, and you can tell like even the soft question from like stray hands hurting his ears. And he's like, he takes the second pause. Is like, I, 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 <laughs> I hate like, that I missed that. Well, because he tweeted out the night before he was picking out a high noon. It was like a it was a watermelon high noon that he was getting out of the thing and he was like i forget exactly verbatim what it said but essentially pray for me i have an interview in the morning and then the next morning we see him and he's like oh shit but yeah no that's that's real like oh my god like he he was in bad shape so he's, i mean you know they been 40 years they partied a little i think kirby did Probably was too exhausted. The advert, the adrenaline comes off, and you probably go. Well, there's I mean, a sigh involved with Kirby that goes, "Oh God." My guess is that the flu will run through their program here in the next few days. As the adrenaline wears off and the immune systems wear off, they all get sick. Some exhaustion, yeah. I mean, truth is, he has to get back to work this morning. He does. You got to get to work. I mean, you've got people that are transferring out of their program. I'm sure they're involved in the portal, like everybody else. Exit meetings. The whole. You've got deal. stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, you 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 don't. There will come a point, probably sometime. Might not be till this summer when he takes a break and he realizes exactly what happened. Then he gets to sort of relish in it. But no, I mean, he knows the cat down at Tuscaloosa went to work yesterday. Got back. Got up. Here we go. You want to do it again? And Kirby does. It's got to be kind of relentless. There's no. You don't have that thing sitting on your shoulder. No. But you still got to work. But if you want another one, I mean, I'm sure one of the things Saban would tell him is, hey, it's really hard to get here. It's harder to stay. Ed Orgeron says hi. Oh, huge list. I mean, go down it. Yeah. You can fall off that mountaintop. Because once you get there, everybody's slinging rocks at you. What's what I saw? I, I told Neil the stat. I don't think we were on the show. I think I just saw it there. Is um, Alabama over the last fifteen years? Fourteen of the fifteen, they've either won the title or lost to the team that won the title. Mm-hmm. And the other year was Auburn when they had the lead with thirteen seconds left in the national final. 
a hell of a decade and a half run there. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah, the guys revolutionized the sport, and he ain't done. So, no, I bet Kirby's. At, I bet Kirby is at work this morning. It's my bet. Different feels different, but he's oh, well, at work. Sure. I guarantee you, he's at work. I bet money he's at work. Yeah, he's in a good mood at work, but he's yeah, at work. Yeah, but they're working. Yeah, they got stuff right, to let's, do. Let's move. Got to go. Want to do it again? Because frankly, you everybody else got a head start. They weren't preparing for a game the last sure. ten days. No, you got to get to work. I don't know when. Cl- I think classes have already started at Georgia, so they've got they've got stuff to do. Yeah, Gene Chizik fell off the map because Gene Chizik lost Cam Newton. Um, Chizik was never going to stay at the top of that mountaintop. That was that was that was not a thing. His name being Stetson does probably hurt him a little bit. Just people expect less for some reason. <laughs> you think? Yeah, like I. <laughs> well, he's also the fourth. He's not even the first Stetson. Well, it's like somebody on Twitter was playing off the. The when Harry met Sally Lime, they're in the cafe or whatever, and Billy Crystal's like, you're talking about shell, but he's like, you know, he can do your taxes, he can do this, but he's not going to, like, like, whatever, you know, right. playing off Stetson. It's like, you know, he can do this and this. Probably not going to win you a national title. Probably not what Stetson's going to do, you know. <laughs> you know so Got it done. Got it. Man, look, that got was it a, done. That was a, I mean, I know we're going in circles here, but that was a big throw. That deep ball was a really, really big freaking throw. It was throw. a big throw. Biggest throw of his life. I mean, talk about taking the taking the monster off your back. He's gone. I bet Stetson Bennett feels like he lost thirty pounds. I mean, he's crying on the sidelines because sure. the release is just got to be it was real. Yeah, I mean, that, good for him for being drunk on Good Morning America. I don't blame him a bit. <laughs> Nobody judged. No, it, it took some hell. I mean, that dude, that listen, that's nutty. And they were ready to put all the blame on him. And can you imagine what he felt like after that turnover that where I think they actually got the call right and it was Alabama's yeah, yeah, yeah. ball and, and and then Alabama scores, you know, uh, Young throws the TD pass and all of a sudden you're behind. Okay, here's the ball. Kind of now or never, champ. And if you don't get it done and you don't lose, that's the highlight that they throw at you. And the storyline this entire offseason is we've got everything but a quarterback. Oh, you got to live through that. You're a, you're a human being. You hear stuff. I mean, everybody, people can do this thing of, I don't hear what's on social media. Okay. Yeah, you do. And if you don't, your family does. Is he guaranteed you would start our next year? Yeah, come on. I'm asking. Yeah. So, what's JT Daniels do? I mean, can't transfer again without sitting out. I guess he could go down a level and play right away. I'm not sure it's not the best move. I mean, what else is? I mean, I don't. I'm, I would love to know what their practices look like. What is the deal, dude? Once that decision was made, that was it. And that you had the courtesy of not. I mean, look, Stetson was fine. He actually had a pretty good efficiency here. I mean, he was actually better than he gets credit for being, but. They were so good everywhere else that you didn't need the, oh, God, we got to be dynamic and go score 52 points a game. Just don't screw it up. Yeah. Defense is good. Like, just chill. I mean, the good news is next year, I mean, I remember covering T. Martin's final season some at Tennessee. He had just, Tennessee had won the title the year before. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they finished in the Fiesta Bowl against Nebraska in kind of a meaningless game. They lost a couple of games. It was still the the mood around that program in late 1999, January 1 of 2000, was still celebratory. Next year's a free shot for Georgia. I didn't think about that. Barrett said he transferred before the free transfer, so actually I guess he gets a, he gets one. Does he get one? Did you get grandfathered in or what? How does that work? You know what? I don't know the answer to that. It's a great question. I yeah. probably should know, but yeah. I don't. I mean, there's some calls I could make and find out real quick, but yeah. I don't I don't know right off the top of my head. Yeah. Look, he's, It's a great question, though. I, I, that's a good point. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that worked. No, look, Stetson is not going to be an NFL quarterback, but he can be completely and utterly set up in the in, in, in the state of Georgia for whatever he would like to do the rest of his life, as I said yesterday. He's good. Oh, yeah, it's all good. He'd sure. be all right. Yeah, he's going to be a legend. He's a funny guy, has a good personality. He's going to do well. He'll, he'll If he's smart, he'll do some media stuff. He'll do great. Good for him. I mean, it's, his is a great story. He could have gone to a lot of places. He grew up a Georgia fan. He wanted to go to Georgia. Jones Community College to, and so, and so he to went, Georgia. And so he went to Georgia, and it worked out. And good. I mean, awesome. That's cool. I mean, if you're not happy for Stetson Bennett today, yeah. you're either a diehard Alabama fan or you're just weird. I'm, I'm thrilled for the kid. I've never met him. I told you, though, I've talked to a couple people in Fayetteville that were up there. Um, you know, they do that Burlesworth Award. Yeah. And he was a finalist for the Burlesworth Award this year. And they did the stuff. It was the Tuesday, I think, after the SEC championship game. You know, and he'd gotten – he was being excoriated in the media after that performance. The whole storyline was, can Georgia beat Alabama with Stetson Bennett? Yeah. Just can they do it? And, and by asking the question, they were basically saying they can't. And it was a cold, rainy day in Fayetteville. And they were taking him around and doing some of the photo op stuff that they do. It was him and um, the Mor- Grant Morgan from Arkansas and, and um, the running back at Troy. I want to say he's a running back, maybe okay. a DB. Anyway, those three kids were up there, and there were some people from the schools and stuff. But the, there were people up there that were kind of coordinating the media stuff that day that raved about Stetson Bennett. Just raved about him. Did he win? Uh, no, Morgan won. Um, but they raved about just what a person he was, how gracious he was, and all that stuff. And the, you know, it was on the heels of pretty disappointing, uh, out, you know, performance. Yeah, not a good week there. Yeah, 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 probably not exactly what he wanted to do on Monday afternoon after that game was, hey, let's hop in a plane and fly to Fayetteville and do the dog and pony show for this award. But he did, and a lot. He's people just kind of rave about what a kid he is. So you have to be pretty thrilled for the guy. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, we'll talk a little basketball in a second. But community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Actually, we never talk portals. Sorry, we'll do that in a minute. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're going to local underwriting and understand your what market. My fault. A leader in condo. Fi- <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Condo financing in the Oxford area. You can uh, ask Jason about the float down option, which allows you to lock in the rate. 
but it breaks it down for you close. You get the lower rate. You know they had by now, whatever. 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use, really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com. We're brought to you by Dead Soxy. 25% off any order at Dead Soxy by using the promo code REBELGROVE. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Stetson Bennett could have used some Game Changer patches the other night. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking and uh, while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for the next place. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. My uh, pal Clay McNutt runs Automation and Control Systems LLC there in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's an electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Um, to learn more about ACS, just go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's property spotlight is on The Village at Madison, located in Old Town, Madison. The Village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with 750 lot line residences, with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. The development is located on the corner of Madison Parkway and Main Street in Jackson, and Madison, I should say. Makes sense since it's Madison Parkway. Cobblestone streets, iron railings, and gas lightings will serve as signature elements of the development, so give B.B. Mitchell and Sam Cox a call at 601-586-3220. Our guest also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. It's on South Lamar in the Oxford area or with Tyson Drugs on the square in Holly Springs. <clears throat> so you can uh, get free delivery in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One delivery. One carry out from the pharmacy, and you have what you need when you need it. They also offer right-way meds to individually package your medication for those who need that extra step. So 662-236-2222. All right, so they're asking a lot of questions, and we're always in this little bit of a weird spot because we would like to direct you to rebelgrove.com. However, we understand that some of this is just kind of out in the public domain at the same time. Ole Miss uh, attempting to get Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg, the uh, two USC transfers that are in the portal to uh, to campus sometime soon is of note that they have to actually be cleared through the portal process. So nothing yes. could have happened prior to like today anyway. Um, so there, there, there is a way this kind of works as things, uh, as things move forward. So um, yeah, uh, whatever you would like to say or not. So feel free. So both of those guys, uh, Trig and Dart, played it together at USC. They're friends. Um, I don't know that they're a package deal, if you will. Like, I don't think they're contractually obligated to go together to the next stop. Well, they're not contractually obligated. That is true. Um, but I think they, I think that is certainly an option for them. Um, they both entered the portal Saturday, Sunday. So it had to go two business days, Monday, Tuesday. That's correct. 
Um, so they're expecting to be formally admitted to the portal today, to formally become members of the transfer portal. Members of the portal. <laughs> it's a club. It's exclusive. It's Only 6,000 people in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, I, I think if they get cleared, I, my source on this is uh, uh, Michael Trigg Sr., who you might guess is the father of Michael Trigg Jr. That's how that works. Um, if they get cleared, I think the plan is to get here on Thursday. Now, that's interesting in two ways. Okay. An official visit's 48 hours. It is. So that would give them an opportunity. It's a holiday weekend. Isn't it that right? Isn't this Monday yeah, coming up? Yeah. MLK? Yeah. So it's a holiday weekend. So it would give them an opportunity to go to another place on Thursday and spend 48 hours before making a decision. Now, at Ole Miss, classes start on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. Classes start on Tuesday, the day after MLK Day. So now he wouldn't have to be in class the first day to qualify. But you'd want to get into class by next week. You wouldn't want to miss a week of yeah, class. Yeah, you technically have until the 31st. But as quickly as you can do it would be good. Yeah, you wouldn't want to push it. To so hurrying makes sense is the yeah. point. So they're, they're And now look, and this doesn't go for really Darter Trigg. They have time. If they do choose Ole Miss, they can do it now. I do think, however, we're spending a lot of energy on all portal guys having to decide by the 18th. There's no rule they have to be in for spring practice. No. This thing can go to June. Yeah. So just be aware. It's not like there's a much to the coach's chagrin. Much to the damn media covering this Well, fair chagrin. enough. There's no time period at all. It's open season no, it's just, all the time. It's just so relentless. They happens. literally have to be in before, I think, July 1st. So it's border, It's borderline incessant. But Trigg said, his dad said, you know, look, wherever he goes, he needs to get there in the spring. Get acclimated. Learn the playbook. All that stuff. Because you don't want to get into fall camp and you're swimming. That's not the recipe for winning a job. That's not the recipe for having a good season. It's just not. The You want to get that awkwardness out of the way. You want spring football to be the awkward time where you're thinking, all right, now what do I do on this play? Okay, okay he moved here. Now what do I do? You, you, you only get that become second nature by getting reps. That's the reason they practice. Yeah, sure. And so you want to have those practices. And then you want to be there acclimated so that when the off-season program starts, you're kind of part of the team. So, no, and if you're Jackson Dart, whether you're Ole Miss or BYU or Oklahoma or wherever the hell you're going, you, you need to get there. If you're the quarterback, you need to get there. If you're going to compete for a job, you need to start competing. You need to have the spring. You need to learn the playbook. You need to be watching the film, all that stuff, getting to know the coaches. I'm going to guess that none of these guys are like best pals with Charlie Weiss Jr. at this point. So you got to get to meet them and all that stuff. And so, yeah, it's, it's decision time. It's, and you got to hustle. And Michael Trigg Sr. has made it pretty clear. Uh, his kid wants to win the Mackey Award. Yes. He wants to be a pass-catching volume tight end. Yes. Um, Lane Kippen obviously has a lot of experience with that. Harrison Bryant won the Mackey Award a couple years ago when he was at uh, Florida Atlantic. Um, place with Browns, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I saw. Oh yeah, I saw. I made little, a mistake. You did, but then I saw your continuation. Fixed of, it of, of that. You did. I fixed it creatively. Yes, brevity was not a strong suit, but yes, it was. Uh, it was repaired. Eh, you know, 
It's online writing, brevity, whatever. I mean, uh, you don't have word counts like look back at in the, the day. Look at the market I'm in. I mean, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you know. Uh, so no, I mean, look, there no Pulitzer's getting win around, one around here. He helped Kenny Uboa a ton. He caught a lot of balls. He was a he was a yeah huge uh, addition in the middle of the field. I mean, it makes sense from a trig standpoint in a thousand different ways. Sure, I mean, course. he would like to know who his quarterback is, and frankly, he hopes he knows who his quarterback is. Um, so. Dart and Trigg uh, were tweeting at one another yesterday. Um, yeah. You would have to – you've got to speak young adult a little bit to decipher it, but essentially they were – it at least gave the indication that they were considering going to the same place. I, I mean, I, I'm never going to read into social media, but by understanding the lexicon a little bit, that is what I interpreted from that. Yeah, Will. I think that's fair. Is that fair? I, I think so. I mean, I'm – about as unhip as it gets with exactly what was going on from that standpoint. But. Well, it's one of those deals where. You well, Mike a- Trigg says to Dart, where to with the monocle emoji, mm-hmm. meaning looking around. He tags Jackson Dart. And then Dart says, I'm on WYO Brody. Is that Wyoming Brody? Yes, he's one of Wyoming. Yes, he's a cowboy. See, look at that. Yeah. Cowboy up. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming that meant what you're on is what that means, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what that means? I think so. And Brody is Russell Westbrook. That is correct. So they're going to Wyoming with Russell Westbrook. That is fascinating. All right. Who would have ever seen that coming? So if you'd like to write into social media, that was yesterday. That's all I'm saying. Have you done a full breakdown of Jackson Dart? Have you gone in and broken down his footwork and his hips and everything? It, 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 there's nothing in the world I know more than quarterback play. So I'm I'm going to – I mean, <laughs> I can diagram that like I can diagram a sentence. I mean, yeah. I'll get right in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, what we need is somebody who can break it all down. Football, basketball, kind of an expert on all things athletics. Need that guy. Okay, Grind says I'm on whatever you're on. Same difference. Okay. Is he accusing him of drug abuse? What, what, what's happening here? I'm kidding. Yeah. So I'm on whatever you're on. Maybe that's the plane. I'm on whatever plane you're on. Hopping on the same flight. Well, and if so. Could be. Good news for Ole Miss. Dart is from Utah, as we mentioned. He is. Um, BYU's in this to some extent, although it feels like it's a little background uh, right now. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I was told a few things yesterday, but some of the stuff was kind of off the record, and so I was just kind of – it was a weird – chasing the transfer portal from a media standpoint is hard because the kids, because they've been in programs, they've been conditioned to not trust media at all, yeah. and so they just don't talk. All right, so Doors Rules comes in and goes, I'm down with what you're down with. So we're all on the same, like, we're all saying the same thing. We're just getting there in different ways. But he says, yeah, I'm down with what you're down with. So, okay. Cool. Yellowstone's very popular these days. It isn't. You just never know. Wyoming had a lot of guys leaving the portal. They could go to Wyoming and play. Sneaky good helmet. Yeah, if we could drop GIFs in right now, it's the Steve Buscemi GIF of Hello Kids or whatever. Like that's kind of where we're at right here. Like we're we're we are feeling more uncool by the yeah. second as it, as it, as it goes off. So I know I'm not cool. I live yeah. in a house with 
three young people. I, I'm, I'm well aware of my lack of cool. Oh, okay. I mean, it's where you just can't help but almost like to start dropping the dad jokes because you realize you're just not cool and you just steer into that at some point. I know I'm not cool anymore. Like Carson and I would always take boys trips. And now when the subject of like a trip, summer, summer trip comes up, you can tell he's kind of like, I don't know how to say this to you, dad, but, but I'd really rather not. (laughs) I mean, you can sort of hear it. And so it's kind (laughs) of like, yeah, I get it. I knew those days wouldn't last forever. Uh, we're still on Troy Brown watch, the Central Michigan linebacker, any day. I mean, we waited on Zach Evans for like a week and a half, so I'm not. You've gotten him broken down too, right? You've got Troy the, Brown. You've got that totally broken down. Exactly what, kind is, of, what kind of player he is. He is a mixture between uh, Mike Singletary and Brian Urlacher. Um, Do you ever notice on the breakdowns that nobody's ever – Jolon Dunbar. I talk about this all the time. Nobody has ever, you know what? He's Jolon Dunbar. Nobody's ever, you know, there's a chance this one doesn't work out. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some holes in his game. He's got to get coached, and he might not work out. Yeah. Portal target. You know what? He reminds me of Corvick Neat. <laughs> okay, thanks. Sorry, Corvick. I mean, like. I, yeah. You know, did, wasn't particularly productive in his three years at his previous stop. There's a chance that there's a reason for that. <laughs> you never, He's in the pool, but he kind of sucks. I mean, <laughs> you never read that. You never read. You know, he only played 12 snaps last season, and he wasn't hurt. It's possible. Just spitballing. It's a it, chance because he couldn't get on the field at FIU <laughs> that he can't play here. There's a chance he won't play here. <laughs> nope, never read it. Everybody's, everybody's just phenomenal just awesome corbett was always a nice kid frankly i'm i'm a little annoyed myself right now but he was a really nice guy yeah i'm 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 an asshole i'm sorry (laughs) like just ball security wasn't his thing wasn't his fault that he got put back there to catch punts it was where you knew, like there was plenty. Well, sorry, there were plenty of reasons. But in the middle say, of that season, we're not pinning that at all on Corvick. No. When the one year was, they told Jordan Holder just catch it, <laughs> never run, every single punt just fair catch it. Yeah, no matter what, he did it. No matter what, they no could be what. twenty yards in front, fair catch. Yeah, we are getting the football. Just catch it. Yes. Wave your arm thingy and then catch the ball. Oh, man. I don't want to go down. The, we could go down the 2011 rabbit hole for well, Somebody hours. asked earlier, did people read your content? Because yes. we were talking about things. Yes, and after Vanderbilt, it all got spun forward. It wasn't like we're breaking down Moncrief's touchdown catch in the 30-7 to loss to the door. No, I mean, I started, I, frankly. We had a powwow the night of the Vanderbilt game, and it all... I knew it was over. There yeah. was no fixing it, and so we just yeah. we, we went to that little brewery across the street, and we, had a, we steered into that storyline. And, and frankly, it was for us. It was the big break, yeah, because the people we were competing against were still apologizing for it. Frankly, they they were hell. Let's be honest; they were still lying. 
the access meant that much to them. And so they were still writing about recruiting and all that stuff. And I, I just knew none of those guys were going to be there anymore. And I, try, I was respectful, but I did my job. The frustrating thing we had at that point was just getting to the – it was over, so it was getting to the point of knowing. It was like, just finish it. Yeah. Go ahead and go. It was a long and it took time. all the way until after Kentucky to get there. Yeah, well – Because they kept lingering. Like, it was just Well, they lingered of, from Vanderbilt through the Arkansas game when Houston did the – wasn't no yeah, 49 yeah, to yeah. 10, was it? Where it was – he was so pissed at me. And that was a bad moment for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then after that – it was just sort of a sense of, oh, to hell with it. And then the Kentucky game happened, and that was the night that he he had, he had knew it. And I, and I think he knew it was over and that it was going to be announced that it was over, that they'd hit a breaking point. And I asked the question that night in I what was then Commonwealth Stadium. Yeah. And for the first time in four years, he used my name. Yeah. I don't know, Neil. I don't know, Neil. You'd have to ask someone else. It was the most resigned well, answer literally, ever. When he used my name, I knew it was over. The act was over. He would call me on the phone and not use my name. And so it was just kind of funny. But that night, I and then I started getting a couple of calls because that was the night of the big Alabama LSU showdown. Oh, yeah. And I called you and I was like, hey, look, I don't know what you're doing, but don't go get drunk or something because we might – we might be really busy. And that was kind of the thing. Like, I think it was like literally because I'm just watching Alabama, Georgia hanging out, and you like got the drink in your hand and go, okay, I probably should chill yeah. here. Just to, well, I think just I remember telling you that. I mean, enjoy the game, but don't enjoy the game because we might have to get busy here soon. And we did. And that was a year of that because, like, you wrote the Pete Moon's got to be fired column, and like, literally, it was like just pour the drink and hit the button and see where it goes from, from, <laughs> from that point on. I mean, that was a year. Whew. That was a year. I actually think they would have fired. He, they played just well enough to sort of stem it. Like, they sort of gave Georgia a game, and they just sort of. Well, the kid for Georgia kept missing field goals. Remember, Aaron Murray couldn't convert third so downs, pissed. and then he would miss field goals. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Score and put make where we can move forward. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were going to fire him. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have any caps left unless Neil has some in that box he picked up. Do you have any? Somebody's mm-hmm. asking. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't think we have any caps. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. I don't even know. So, so what would he say? He would just be like, hey, it's Houston. Oh, like on the phone? Yeah. Almost like, like he didn't know your name. He just wouldn't use it. <laughs> it was It was, I don't know, psych- psychology at that point. He would be pissed off at something I wrote, and he would send Chris Vaughn over across the field to talk to me about it. Oh, and you have Chris going Oh, yeah, Chris. You could feel it in his. His, his ops guys were all jerks. Like, it was just, oh, yeah. it was a weird deal. <laughs> and they hated me. God. The worst. Beaumont would try to yell at you when you walked across the field because they had this rule of like you had to be in one specific section or away from them. It's like they're 140 yards over there. I'm not disturbing anything. And I was literally the only guy on the beat that never violated that rule. I would walk around. I would walk 300 yards to get someplace. I know. But it's stupid. But well, but I think they wanted. I think they wanted me to do it so that they could have something to blame on me, and then I didn't do it. 
There at the end, it was really... Dad and then Clifton Ely would gripe about something every day. I don't remember what he would gripe about, but he was always annoyed by something. He used to bitch at me about what I wore. Yeah, he, he was the one that did that the most. He was obsessed with what I wore to practice. Sorry, we're going down our own <laughs> rabbit hole. The best, the best was I had my brother was working for LCS, LSI, LSI. Yeah, what was it? LSI analyst or consultants? Yeah. LSI consultants. He's in the computer programming business, <laughs> and it was a black hat with purple lettering. Yeah, and Houston spent the whole press conference fuming, thinking that I was wearing an LSU hat. <laughs> And I finally went, hey, it's 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 my brother's computer firm. It's it's not what you think it is. <laughs> Nuts. Oh, you you would like to have the video a little bit to bite like watch Houston's eye level go. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, we're really excited, Enrique and Brandon and those guys. Yeah, yeah just looking over the top of the yeah, building like that. Yeah, Randall's had a good week of practice. That's going. Yeah, there's right. so many times, so many times that I would come home from those first two or three years, and I would tell Laura like, "There's no way we're going to be able to stay here much longer. This is just not going to work. We we do not do not make do not attach yourself to a lot of things here. This 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 is not sustainable." <sighs> mm. That was funny though. I would love to have the video of him trying to read my hat. Because it was kind of a cheap hat. Mm-hmm. The lettering wasn't, it was like a almost a pale purple. Yeah. And so you really couldn't read it on a black backdrop. But kind of LSU-y. It was, I guess it kind of was. Yeah. I, I didn't think anything of it. I mean, I thought I was just wearing my brother's company's cap, you yeah. know. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone services available, portal controls, network security, and much more. So, again, to get the best internet around, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. They've been serving the Oxford area for almost three quarters of a century. And they've got everything you could be looking for if you're looking for jewelry. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. College Corners, your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. It's uh, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Investing there is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So when you sit down with the people at Pinnacle, they're putting together a plan that's built just for you. Again, mypinwealth.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated is the guy to get in touch with if you're thinking about a summer vacation, if you're thinking about a spring break trip, already planning for the next holiday season, whatever the case may be. Get in touch with John. 
Just give him some parameters and give him a budget and then sit back and pour yourself a coffee or a bourbon or a tea or whatever and just do nothing. And he's going to come up with a ton of options as detailed as you would like just for you. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. A delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Podcast is brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. Right there off Molly Bar in Oxford on White Oak Lane. And it's king cake season. You can stop in, pick up your king cake. You can pre-order. They won't need just 24 hours notice. They've got minis. They've got large. They've got several different flavors as well. They look awesome. You can see those on Instagram. Johnson Hill Creamery there on Instagram. So uh, we get into uh, January, get into February. They will be uh, available all the way through March 1st. That is uh, that is Fat Tuesday. So, uh, again, king cakes here in Oxford. You get that from Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Uh, all right, basketball, uh, I guess. Um, Ole Miss losing again, 67-51. Energy went down from Houston Nut. Think about that. Um, Jarkel out four to six. Is that right? Six. And that feels optimistic. Six to some... the season, I, th- I think. I so think. what exactly is wrong? He's got issues with his lower back. It's going to require surgery. So I'm guessing disc of some sort. Disc on a nerve. They've got to alleviate it. If you've ever had lower back pain, you know it's agonizing. I can't imagine trying to play basketball at this level with disc issues. So he tried for a week or so. Nobody tries harder than Jarkel. So they determined that he couldn't go, and they're going to fix it. He has the ability to come back next season because of the COVID year. Um, so he's got to get well. Six weeks, it's, what's today, January the 12th? I mean, do the math. That, that gets you to the end of February, 1st of March, coming back after missing that much time. I'd be surprised if Jarkel plays. I mean, why I, rush it? Why yeah, do it? I mean, what, I mean, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're coming back to. You're not coming back to push your team to the tournament. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It'll be a great story, but this doesn't look like a tournament team. It doesn't look like one. It doesn't feel like one. It doesn't. It feels act like they like had one. a really freaking hot night. Well, they did. They had a night yeah. where everybody made shots. And yeah, Matthew Morrell went ten for eleven. And they'll have some of those games that now, but now you're super dependent on young guys. And so, from a development standpoint, well, then go do it. If I'm them, and this is where you get into the, if you had a first year coach, this is easy, right? But it's not a first year coach. And you know, is Kermit coaching for his job? I don't think so, honestly, but I don't know that. I'm not involved in those conversations. Um, but they lost Robert Allen. They lost Jarkel Joyner. So now that your, your, your basic thing is you should go young. You've got to find out right now, in my opinion, what you have with your young guys. Because if they can't play, you've got to get them out of here. You've got to redo your roster. You've got Jamin Brakefield, who I think has a lot of potential. Matthew Morrell can be a very good player. I think Deshaun's going to be a very good SEC guard. So let him play. 
I don't know what A&M was doing defensively. I mean, frankly, with Morell Morel last night, he had a good night. He just didn't take very many shots. He was only he was four of eight from the field, two of four from three, one of two from the line. Twenty seven minutes, only eight shots. Yeah, um, they, that's they, a light night. They denied him. They yeah. A and M played intense basketball. That's what Buzz does. Ruffin three of ten from the field, ten points. Brooks four of seven from the field, nine points. Breakfield nine points, two of six. Sagan mm-hmm. with another pretty light night, one of seven three points there for uh, for him. They shot thirty four something. Thirty four point six. Yeah, from twenty two f- from three. Yeah, just that we talked about this before the season. They just don't have a lot of shooters. And they were even in rebounds. They got beat on rebounds by like three. They were 31, even. 28. They were even on turnovers. I think both teams had thirteen turnovers. Correct. Um, a and M had. They beat them on assists, fifteen to nine. A yeah. and M beat them in the paint, pretty good. A and M made buckets. Nolmes didn't, and that's the objective of the game, right? Just to put the ball into the basket. Whatever that takes. You know, and so if you don't have people who can shoot from the outside, it gets tough, and you can't make a three, and they're defending you and. That second half felt like at the end of the night there were thirteen turnovers. And I was like, my God, it felt like more than that. You know, just one of those deals. And you watch that game, and then you got Alabama Auburn on at the, the other television, and there's just a it's a talent gap. I mean, you can spin it all you want. There's a talent gap, and you have to figure out how you how you close that gap. And I know people talk about the portal, the portal, the portal. The portal becomes this magical thing. And, like, it looks like it's going to work for Ole Miss football this year. But I keep waiting for the other shoe on the portal to drop. And maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I just don't know that Ole Miss basketball can – I don't know that they can count on the portal that way. Although, like, you look at Buzz, and Buzz, they've really used the portal well there. And Kermit's dependent on the portal right now. He's got a kid from Duke, and he's got a kid from um, Bakersfield. From Bakersfield, and he's got a kid from Miami. I mean, they're very, very portal. A kid from Georgia, they're very portal dependent. But you, you're going to have to somehow find an impactful shooter out of the portal. Also, Ole Miss basketball does not have the standing that Ole Miss football does. That's not a fair characterization on their ability to have success. Yeah, that's fair. From that standpoint. I mean, Ole Miss football just finished 11th in the country. Um, no, and saying that one player in basketball makes a big difference. They've done a really good job getting Brooks. I mean, I can't imagine if you didn't have him what that would look like there. Jordan's turned into a pretty adequate SEC player when he's healthy. Um, yeah. Fagan's had moments. Kind of look like the player at Georgia at moments. Oh. Ty looks exactly like Ty looked at Georgia. Yeah. You know, Playing the same teams and just put a different jersey on. Yeah, yeah. So this is the criticism. Yeah. And they probably would push back on this, and I think others, other people would go, That's they would begrudgingly say that's fair. They added Ty Fagan hoping that Ty Fagan was going to be this consistently impactful offensive threat. He's played in this league. You know what he is. He's a good player. He's going to have a night or two where he's a really good player. But he's never shown you that he's going to consistently be a star in this in this league. He's just not that player. And so when you sign a guy to be that player, even though there's a there's a track record of him not being that player, that's it's an odd decision making process. 
you sign Jamin Brakefield and you do it saying, hey, this is a star-level player, and then you watch him play and you're like, I don't know. Good player. Yeah. Does some things. Highly regarded at high school, obviously. Does some things that are interesting, difficult to defend, but I don't know that I've watched Jamin at any point and gone star. Lottery pick. I, I, frankly, I haven't. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I like I like Morell's game. Matt looks like a million dollars. I mean, if you told me that Matt next year is a a really impactful player in this league, I buy it. And I, you like Ruffin? I love Ruffin's game. Ruffin is Ruffin is a handful to defend. And he hasn't – I mean, he's kind of – Kermit said this after the state game. He's going to kind of grow up in front of us because he got hurt in September, missed most of the offseason. Then he broke his hand in the second game of the season, I think. And he missed, you know, four weeks, six weeks. So, you know, Deshaun is, is still – He's brand new. Yeah, he's very green right now, and it shows sometimes. But I love his game. I think I, there's no question that he's going to be a very good guard. So you've – You've you've got to figure out how at some point you've got to go add shooters. Mm-hmm. You've got to have guys who can make perimeter shots because you have this point guard who's going to be able to consistently penetrate. And he's going to be able to draw get draw double teams, which is going to create create open shooters. And you have to have people who knock shots down. You can't just give away scholarships at the end of your bench. You've got to figure that part out. And so I don't I don't know what's going to happen or or whatever, but you've now been forced into a scenario where this is the time to put it on Ruffin and Morell and Brakefield and go develop, mm-hmm. get tougher, take your lumps. And if you lean on those three, you're going to have some nights where they play like young guys and you get beat. But what difference does it make? Because this is a sport that you're either going to the tournament or you're not going to the tournament. I mean, it's it's. We joked about NIL yesterday with people that kept talking about NIL, and I finally said to somebody, I said, you know, look, people keep talking about NIL like it's some mystery kind of a thing. It's either NIL or it's not. It's either NIL or it's a slush fund. It's one or the other. You're either following the rules and it's NIL, or you're not following the rules and you're cheating. It's, there's not there's not this mystery gray area. And in college basketball, you're either in the tournament or you're not. And if you're not, and you know you're realistically not getting there, now's a development time. This is time to develop. I mean, you got to play. I think you have to pivot a little bit at Ole Miss without Jarkel, without uh, Robert Allen. I think now you've got to play Slatten and and the, the the kid that originally went to Louisville. I can't I can't think of his name right now. You, you got to play those kids. You got to figure out: Do those guys have the potential to help this program down the road? And you got to do it now. And that means you probably lose a game or two that you wouldn't have lost. Mm-hmm. But so be it. I mean, there, what is the difference between 4 and 14 and 6 and 10? Or 6 and 12? What is the difference? Two games? So what? Yeah. Ne- neither one's anywhere close. Literally, to the only tangible difference is you might or might not be in the Big 12 Challenge. That's it. Nothing of any that's relevance it. whatsoever. Yeah, it, yeah. it, has, no, it yeah. has no meaning. And so I, but I think that's hard to do. For a first-year coach, that's easy to do. Hey, no, I'm good. Let's go. You tell your staff, hey, look, let's play the young guys. Let's figure out who can play, and let's go recruit our asses off right now. Here we go. On three, go. I mean, it's different when you're an older guy, and 
and you've been there a little while and people are asking <laughs> that question and so I don't know which route it goes. Yeah. Elsewhere in the league last night, the game you mentioned, <clears throat> Auburn and Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Auburn 81, Alabama 77. Jabari Smith also, as you mentioned, 25 points there for uh, He's so good. For, for that one. Kentucky and Vanderbilt, Kentucky 78, Vanderbilt 66 in Nashville last night. Scotty Pippen went for over 30. I think he had 32 for the doors. So 32 of their 66, if you're doing the math there. He's a really good uh, player. Yeah, not too bad. He's kind of all they have, though. South Carolina and Tennessee, the uh, the Vols will go on the road and dominate in Columbia, 66-46 in, uh, in that one. Ooh. And then as Is that we, game on the road? It was in, oh, no, sorry, it was in Knoxville. Okay. My, my, my fault. Yeah, it was in Knoxville. And then uh, Ole Miss and A&M, as we previously mentioned. So those are those. Tonight, three games in the SEC. You got LSU at Florida. Feels like an incredibly critical game for Mike White tonight. It does. Feels like an early big one there at uh, Exact Arena at uh, the O'Connell Center now. Georgia and Mississippi State is tonight in Starkville. And then uh, basically a must win, uh, and they will, but Missouri at Arkansas tonight. So Razorbacks got to get that one Oh, yes. Got to win that one. You lose that one and it's over. It's it's done. Yeah, you're toast. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's the deal there. Looking this weekend, a couple uh, games of interest. Yeah, a few games of interest, actually. We'll get to this later in the week. I mean, I'm not going to spend, spend a ton of time on basketball, but Tennessee's at Kentucky this weekend. Um, Arkansas at LSU. Alabama at Mississippi State this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, again, on Saturday night, Auburn and Ole Miss, 7.30 for, uh, for that one. I promise I'm not going to stay on this. I promise. I'm not even going to touch. I'm going to ask you a question, though. Second I, most, uh, second toughest ticket of the weekend games, Ole Miss and Auburn. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That's not good because I'm about to go circle too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Carson's like. Tennessee and Kentucky, 106 to get in the door Saturday night. What is it? Lowest. Um, what is it? Tickets as low as 30 on CD okay. right now. Yeah, right. you're all right. <laughs> we have some in the lower level? I, I haven't. I probably going. need to go I, look. I don't know. Um. So I've had people ask me this. I've gotten several messages. I know the Ole Miss and Mississippi State both put out the little mask tweet yesterday. Is that going to be enforced? I don't think there's any difference in anything else. I think this is a, a, a just a a, a it, reminder that's of what has already been in place. I do is, not anticipate any change at all. So this is theater. I do not anticipate any change at all. So it's theater. I do not anticipate any change at all. I feel like Ted Cruz grilling somebody <laughs> right now. It's we we did this to to appease the people that want theater. Yes, the the mass mandate has technically been in effect all season. It remains in effect right now. That is that. So is. that was just a reminder that hey, we That's, it was a reminder is what we that are was sort of contractually obligated as members of the IHL to remind you that these rules that we don't enforce exist. There is no change in policy that I'm aware of. Yes, that is that is that is correct. Uh, yes, there are tickets available in the lower levels. That is correct. They're a little more expensive, but they're there. They're there? Okay. Yeah. No, it's actually, there's actually some pretty good ones kind of behind the basket. Pretty cheap. Yeah. Okay. There's good seats available. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can just click the link right there on the ESPN thing. Sends you to vivid seats. Oh, stuff. okay. Cool. Easy enough. All right, uh, podcast brought to you in part by Nick Stan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. They can help you out on the buy side or the sell side of real estate here in Oxford and Lafayette County. So Keith Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates can help you out. People you trust for a real estate market that remains pretty volatile. 
is uh, not a ton of houses out there. So find what you need when you need it there with Nick Stan. NickStanOxford.com, 662-281-1200. We're also brought to you by uh, Grenada Nissan. I'm answering Walker. I'm always always interested with the they made us. I'm not picking a Walker here, but they made us. Like, what does that mean? They said they made you wear a mask. Under what threat? Because I was there Saturday night and did not wear a mask at the oh, press yeah. at the press conference. So it was interesting at the. I'll, I'll get to the ads. I promise. Okay. At fine. OPC yesterday, Carson's playing OPC basketball just for fun, and the thing says masks are required, and it's ten percent masked. It's almost what people are like oh, no, not doing it. it it's just kind of not even defiant. It's just kind of like ah, it's just stupid. Whether it is or isn't, it's for you to debate. But there, there's a different tone, a little different tone in the air than two years ago when everybody was panicked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, it's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I will have a mailbag up later today. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. What are your goals for the year 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries, remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. No cost to you as a candidate. Everything is kept confidential. Service specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. Also brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, and lots, lots more at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. What are we at? What are we talking about? Oh, said they they had to have them on if you want to stay in the presser. Oh, really? That's what he said. When was that? Oh, Sunday? Sunday. Here's what drives me crazy. They'll make you wear them, and then the people that you're talking to aren't wearing them. And I'm like, I don't care, but explain the science. They're up away from everybody. <laughs> Next question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Lester retires. Yeah. Um, long career, three rings. That's correct. He sure did. One of your guys. Oof. Was the beginning of the Cub Renaissance. Lester. Absolutely. That's how you put it on? No question. Really? He signed with the Cubs when it would have been so easy to go to the Giants. 
he gambled on the Cubs, gambled on Theo, believed in him, been with him in Boston, believed in him, and then kind of took off. I mean, it was one of those guys that when he took the ball, you knew that the bullpen was going to get saved, had a pretty good chance of winning, was going to throw a bunch of pitches, and was going to compete his ass off. And he changed the environment. Mm-hmm. Because when you played on the same team as him, he held you to the same standard. And he was a culture guy. Hard ass, tough guy. Mm-hmm. But did it, not but, just preaching. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 did it. Did it, competed. Because that's that next level to get the respect. You can't just mouth off. I mean, you got to show up. Yeah, no, absolutely got everything out of him. He, he was He was special. Uh, Giants fire Judge yesterday. We all saw that coming. Had to um, do it. Yeah, just had to do it. As much of a failed experiment as humanly possible. I don't know what he does next, but that is a that is that is one failed experience there with uh, with Judge. Um, yes, Alabama had seven players into the portal. I don't think they're done. I think more are coming. Georgia had two going to the portal yesterday. Um, Jameis Williams did tear his ACL. Yes. Kind of run down the news a little bit. We knew that, but that was confirmed. Um, Ooh, 150 for lower level tickets. God. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe Carson said he didn't want to go. Baylor, uh, last unbeaten. They get knocked off last night. Texas Tech comes back from 15 down to, to beat the Bears. I think Baylor will be all right. But yeah. Did suffer a loss last night. Scott Drew was probably not overly upset about that. No. Get their attention. <clears throat> so. Isn't it funny how college basketball, which used to be so big, and it still is, but it doesn't even resonate until the NFL playoffs are over. Well, I mean. It's like that's its window. After the NFL playoffs, after the Super Bowl, it gets a window that builds into March, and then they get March. Well, I'm on the front of ESPN.com right now. That's okay. where I was going down the test headlines to see if we missed anything to, to clear a segment here. And... The number one basketball team in the country loses last night. Uh huh. To speak to what you're saying, and now I have some settings for like favorite teams and stuff, and it's manipulating my page a little bit. Right. But the number one story is the college football power rankings with Georgia holding a trophy at the top. Below that is Schleybot's way too early top twenty-five rankings with Ole Miss as the picture. Okay. And that's not set to me. That's just what everybody's getting right now on ESPN.com. Okay. Which means Lane has clicks and it's an SEC team and the sure, whole deal. Sure, and course. it's a team kind of fringy toward the bottom half. Uh-huh. Uh some all bowl team stuff. Mm-hmm. Some hockey is below that. Some college basketball scores are below that. And then below that you get to Baylor and Texas Tech. So it's like the sixth segment on the page. Yeah. Is where you are. When you go down the right hand rail, you have MLB, NFL, NCAA football, tennis. NCAA football, before you get to men's basketball, the number one team losing last night. The and there was a day that would have, quote, led the broadcast. Yeah, Baylor knocked off, blah, blah, blah. Guns up, all that stuff. I just realized something we failed to talk about. Kyle Wilson with the super chat that reminded me. Kyle, thank you. He says, uh, late to the party this morning, any of Joe Judge's staff coming back to the SEC? I, I haven't heard that yet, so I don't know. Um, but it does bring up Kevin Smith. We didn't talk about Kevin Smith oh. on the show. It's okay, so yeah, we'll do it now. Yeah. Were you surprised? I know you were surprised because we saw it in real time. I was surprised because he had basically said he was staying, and he changed his mind. Um, had you said, hey, are you surprised that Kevin Smith leaves the day of the Egg Bowl? 
it's a yes from the standpoint of Lane Kiffin came in with essentially two guys that were absolutely his guys. His being guys. Wilson Love and, and Kevin Smith. Yep. Kevin Smith, the very first day on campus, alluding to Lane's management style, when Lane was down talking to the Vault Society members the day he was hired, and talked about, you know what, he does some stuff, and yeah, maybe whatever, but he shows up on Saturday, he puts up a ton of points, and you go, okay, it's all good. It is what it is. So somebody, my point being, somebody who understands Lane completely. Mm-hmm. So I'm shocked from that standpoint for essentially a lateral move. Now he went, <coughs> he goes home. Some geography. I mean, Kevin, very well known, very successful in that in that South Beach, in that Miami area. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm shocked. I, 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 that surprised me once he had said he was not leaving, um, and then decided to leave. Yes. Hardman asked a question in the thread. He says, "Why do you think Smith changed his mind?" Um, I'll answer it. I think he changed his mind because Miami kept coming after him and. When he wanted to talk to Lane about it, Lane kind of punted. Said, we'll talk about it when I get back. And I think for Kevin, that became problematic. That's what I believe. Needed to. Needed to talk. And when he couldn't talk, he said, maybe I need to go. And then I know that he told some people that he wants to be a head coach one day and he needs to see some different styles. He's been with Lane for a while. And yeah. Cristobal... Wanted to learn a programs a different way. Let's be real here for a minute, okay? Uh-huh. Be real for a minute. Lane Kiffin and Mario Cristobal have exact opposite reputations. Mario Cristobal is known as a guy that from Sunday through Friday is elite at running a program. Elite. Like Nick Saban-esque elite. His game day coaching, frankly, leaves a lot to be desired. He is known as a poor He will lose coach. to worse teams, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Lane Kiffin, on the other hand, is known as an elite game day coach. And when I say elite, I mean maybe the best. There are people in coaching, Chase and I know people in coaching who do not like Lane Kiffin, who will tell you that he's the best offensive mind in football. Not one of the best, the best. They say he's a savant level, that he sees things in real time that other coaches don't see until they watch the film after the yeah. game. That if you're just putting two teams together and then I'm picking coaches on Saturday, I want that dude. On the other hand, Sunday through Friday, I think it's fair to say that Kiffin is not elite right now. That he's not close to elite. And there are some people who say that he's borderline poor. Sunday through Friday. It is the... Now, you knew that going in. If he were elite Sunday through Friday, no offense to Ole Miss, but he's never coming here in his 40s. He would have been – he's Alabama, Michigan, Ohio or State. Or he'd just still be at SC from Or he's still at SC, or, or, he's in, or he's in the NFL. Yeah, he's Pete Carroll at SC yes. or some shit at that point. Yes. So you've got – that's part of the juxtaposition. And, and for Kiffin, the step from where he is today, which is a 10-3 and three, SEC contender to being in that game Monday night is Sunday through Friday. It's the regular, it's the off season. It's, it's dominating the recruiting circuit in a way that allows you to have the kind of depth that you have to have to, to make that next step. That's, that is the next step for him. He is an incredible game day coach. You, you've seen that in two years at Ole Miss. He's, he's elite at it. But that is the next step. And 
this thing that we have to dance around that because you it, it, to, to me it feels disingenuous. And it's one of the reasons that I think he's lost some of the coaches that he's lost. You can argue the whole lateral move, or was it a lateral move? Was it not a lateral move? I don't know. I mean, it's different people have different views of, of different things. For Jeff Levy, Oklahoma is, is an alma mater. For for DJ Durkin, I'm 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 told that there was just a view that for a guy who wants to become a head coach again, who's going to have to overcome this major obstacle that's on his resume, he felt like uh, A&M offered a better pathway to that, more stability towards that, that he could learn a lot by getting into the into Jimbo's tree. I know people love to make fun of Jimbo, but Jimbo has a very strong reputation in the, in the coaching community, very strong. And so, you know, for, for Wilson Love, I mean, you know, Oregon has incredible facilities and resources and all that. And Kevin Smith, it's, you know, he's from that area and he's going back to Florida, but I think you saw this by the fact that he wavered a little bit. I, I think there was a time that Kevin had decided, no, I want to stay at Ole Miss. And Mario Cristobal kept coming after him, and and um, there was some frustration there. I'll, I will say this, and then I'll shut up about it. The one thing that I'm, I'm consistently hearing is the hero of the recruiting class right now, the hero of the recruiting efforts is Chris Partridge. I hear it consistently, that if you look at – why this this has not really impacted them from a recruiting standpoint as it pertains to the portal and why it looks like they're going to come out of the portal doing incredibly well. The lion's share of the credit goes to Chris Partridge, uh, obviously with Jackson Dart and with uh, yeah. Michael John Trigg. David Baker is a huge part John of David Baker being on the staff and being the kind of recruiter that he is. is SC connections. Is a certain degree of providence, frankly. Yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, you know, it's it's the next step. For Kiffin, it just is, and and there's no point in denying it. It doesn't mean that he's a bad coach or a bad guy or any of that stuff. It just means that it's the next step. He's got to get better at the – if he's going to win national championships at Ole Miss, he's got to become a better program runner, period. That's not an insult. I'm sure it will be labeled. It also increases your coaching pool when you have success and lose coaches because there is the reputation in the coaching community. Some people don't want that type that type of coaching. Yeah. It's from a head coach. Yeah. So if you solve that, you kind of bring in a larger pool for you to then pick from. And I have not heard names. Got no idea. At all right now. If you said put together a, a coaching hot board for Kevin uh, Smith's spot, I'd say, nah. I would be just picking names out of a Well, I would just throw a blank point. canvas at you and say, you do it. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything. I don't. I don't have any idea. So, um, you know, I think still waiting to see what happens with his brother, with uh, Chris Kiffin and the defensive line coach. And that appears to be trending in a in a, in a positive. That's direction. what I hear. So everything tells you that he's going to hire someone in that spot that he's familiar with. But you know, he's done a pretty good job of hiring people. Uh, he brought in Hutzler who's been a terrific recruiter. Mm-hmm. He's brought in uh, Baker, who's been a terrific recruiter. Um, you know, he got Partridge originally, and 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 Chris is as weird as this sounds because I, I realize it's a high school program, but Chris has head coaching experience and has some program running experience. And Chris is proving to be a very good program manager. And that has helped a lot. He is kind of been the not kinda he has been the glue that held this together in the wake of 
departures, like because I don't remember the exact date on Jeff Levy, December the twelfth or something like that. Jeff leaves and and goes to Oklahoma, and then you know I think late December it was pretty obvious to anybody around it that DJ was probably going to take the the job at Texas A and M, and you had a void there with all this portal stuff going on. Yes, it's a dead period, but the the portal does not appear to ever die, and so you you have to you had to have somebody who managed that, and I think I think Chris stepped up and did it. Yeah. I expect Partridge to be the defensive coordinator. Somebody's asking that. Yes. I, Chris could have a co-title, but he would be the defensive line coach. They would move Joiner to linebackers coach is how that would operate. Yeah, I, th- I think Chris would coordinate the defense, yes. call the plays, call the stuff, get the game plan ready Chris to go. Partridge. Partridge. Yes. yes, I should say that. I'm sorry. Um. So, yeah, that's that's it. Um. I don't know exact hold up. Look, even if he agrees, you've got an HR hold up because it just takes times at state run institutions yeah. to get things done. My guess, I mean, Charlie Weiss hasn't been announced yet. My guess is that they're waiting to make one announcement. Yeah. So, and it doesn't matter if they're on campus and they're working. It doesn't really matter whether you've announced it publicly or not. I mean, I'm sure fans would like that announced, but from a pragmatic it standpoint, it's it's immaterial. My guess is that they're wanting to do one announcement. Yeah. That says here's what the staff's going to be, and here's how it's going to look, and here's how it's going to be shaped up, and all that stuff. And until you get everybody done, you can't do that. Yeah. So we're uh, watching. We'll see what's going on with any visits heading into the weekend. Um, Mason Brooks, the offensive lineman, is on campus right now. The Western Kentucky uh, portal guy. And then uh, we'll follow Dart, and we'll follow uh, Trigg, as well as uh, still in kind of commitment watch for Troy Brown, the linebacker from Central Michigan. So. Uh, kind of where we're at we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the show appreciate you buying the stream or listening wherever you are and we'll talk to you again very soon for the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase it's a culture and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe for the safety minded who watch everyone's backs granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.